So it's time for our municipal watch feature. And today we are looking at the Mangawung municipality, the metropolitan uh, municipality of Mangawung. It was the first metro, I believe, to be placed under administration in 2019. Uh, can you imagine? And, you know, that decision, although it wasn't a decision that was made lightly, it was made after a review of the state of affairs in that particular particular uh, area and just a sense that there was no capacity to resolve the problems in that metro. So um, in a moment, we're going to be in conversation with the MMC for Corporate Services, the Cocta MEC in the Free State and uh, a, a resident who is representing the community. Before we do that, however, the DA has called on Mangawung's current acting executive mayor, Labuhang Masuza, to investigate city manager Tangiso Mia. Allegations against Mia include financial mismanagement, unauthorized and wasteful expenditure. Balisa Muyeti has this report for us. Tensions are simmering between the DA and Mangawung city manager Tangiso Mia. The DA demands the axing of mayor saying he's not fit for the position. He's been accused of abusing his office to promote the interests of the ANC. In the process, the provision of water and sanitation has been impacted. They are not doing their part in terms of ensuring that when these things are reported like pipe bursts, they attend to that timelessly. And this results in uh, more problems for the municipality. And in fact, we lose money instead of uh, conserving water. Capital projects in the city have either stalled or missed completion deadline. The construction of this road started three years ago. The initial budget of 91 million rent has escalated to 98 million rent. It was meant to be completed within a year. My taxi has been damaged by this terrible road. The customers can't come in, in our business because of ex excavation. Mangaung was placed under administration in 2019. This happened after it failed to implement a voluntary financial recovery plan. The metro has also been downgraded twice by ratings agency Moody's. If you have an allegation against any other person, you have a right to approach authorities. Uh, and there's a whole lot of them. If it's a matter that uh, relates to the city, you'd go to the relevant uh, internal stakeholders. If uh, it's a matter that has to go to other law enforcement uh, agencies, you, you have all the rights to do that. Meanwhile, the DA intends to report mayor to both the public protector and the auditor general. I am Balisa Muyeti, CBC News, Bloemfontein. All right, and that report compiled by Balisa Muyeti in February. So uh, that sets the context of part of what has been unfolding within the Mangawung municipality. Molefi Morake is the MMC responsible for corporate services uh, uh, and joins me on the line. Good morning. Uh, hi, uh, Mr. Morake, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, there we go. That's much better, much better line. Uh, the Cocktail MEC in the Free State is Tembeni Ngangisa. Uh, good morning. Hi, Mr. Ngangisa. Good morning. How are you, 
Oh, unfortunately, unfortunately, that line too is not great. I'm going to ask that they uh, redial you and bring you back up on the line. Temba Zweni is a resident of Mangawung. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Hi. Oh, all right, Temba, your line is also a bit shaky, but I think, you know, uh, it's much stronger and we can definitely try and, and push through with what we have for now. Should it get um, should it get worse, what I will do is that I will ask the team just to uh, redial you back on the line. So, uh, Tembeni, can, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you loud and clearly. Okay. Can you hear um, me? Yes, I can. I'm just going to ask the guests that are on the line. I, I can hear that there's some conversations that are taking place in the background. So just be mindful of that, that at times we will be putting you on air. Uh, so just uh, just be careful in terms of uh, the other conversations that you might be having with um, with colleagues on, on the side. So the Mangawung municipality um, is the focus of our uh, municipal watch feature today and it is a municipality that of course has had its own share of problems um, when we look at the one of the latest reports that the auditor general had conducted into municipalities it had um, you know received a qualified opinion for the third consecutive year the auditor general described the situation in Mangawung as being one which is stagnant and that uh, there were a number of issues that had arisen from the fact that there was poor oversight when it came to holding the administration accountable and there were also the uh, there was also the identification of officials in different positions whether the municipal manager senior managers who were found to have failed in their duties again where it relates to oversight and uh, there've been a, a number of things that ultimately culminated in the metro being put under administration. The big issue, however, seems to be that since that process has taken place, there has been very little change in terms of the outcomes of the municipality. Let me begin with you, um, Mr. Tembeni Ngangisa, who is the Cocta MEC in the Free State. Why has there been such little progress out of this process of administration of Mangawung? No, thank you very much, Kathy, uh, and thank you to your listeners, Tatemura uh, Kirimela. I understand you also have Tembazweni on the line. Uh, <clears throat> thanks for the opportunity. Remember, the Free State Executive Council had to appoint an intervention team after realizing that there's a numerous areas where the municipality was unable to perform its constitutional mandate. It could not do what is indicated in terms of Section 152, 153 of the Constitution, which is in essence service delivery towards the people. So we invoked then Section 139 of the Constitution of the country and focused on subsection 5, A and C of it, which says that A is a voluntary financial recovery plan and C is a mandatory financial recovery plan. And our focus was mainly on three aspects in bringing the municipality back to to fruition. One was the rescue plan, which the purpose of this phase was to rescue the municipality from total collapse financially. 
and its ability to meet its obligation to deliver municipal services to all our people, especially solid and waste remover. The second phase, because the first one was just to take them out of danger and try by all means to resuscitate and bring them back to be able to do their work. And the second phase was the stabilization phase, which was the, its purpose in the main was to stabilize the municipality gradually and allow it to stand on its own and operate and function on its own and allow the intervention to assist them to keep to the mandate of ensuring that they provide services to the people in line with the constitution of the country. And this also needed us to ensure that we have skilled human resource to be able to execute the mandate before them. And the third phase was the sustainability phase. And this is the phase where when the first and the second phase has been executed successfully, we then would have realized that we have done our part and we would then move out of the municipality and exit because we then understand that would have helped the municipality to function normally. We have no intention, Casey, to manage or to intervene in any municipality. We don't have that appetite. However, the constitution of the country enjoins us to make this intervention where it is necessary. When I and look at when I look at this draft recovery plan, right? This is the one that uh, was released on the first of June, twenty twenty. And I look at just some of the the risks that were identified in this recovery plan about what it would take to actually bring stability to the Mangawong municipality. I don't get a sense that any of those risks have been dealt with to the point where you can say that the plan, the financial recovery plan has been effectively implemented. The biggest challenge of that uh, plan was that it was, uh, adopted by the municipality late, after a year, to, to, to be exact. But we, we have notable progress we can speak about with regards to the financial recovery plan. The first one is that in December, before we intervened, the municipality had $61 million in their bank, bank account. A year later, 2020 December, in the same period, they had $124 million in their bank account, which to us suggested a serious progress and improvement. They have, within the same period, cash bagged 30 million in their bank account in December last year, uh, 2019. Last year, in December, in the same period, they had 436 million, which is the notable progress we are speaking about. So, even on the room water, there's been serious areas where there's been a dent into the payment because from the initial 1.4 billion they now owe in the region of 700 million so to a large extent this has, has gone well including on the banks or the loans that the municipality had with various banks mm-hmm. for an example the dbsa the municipality owed 359 million and they now owe 318 million, an improvement of 40 million. Okay. So uh, there's a whole range of other issues yeah. that I can go to that shows 
indeed there's problems, including Moody. We're going to, Moody MEC, given- I need to go to break. We're going to continue with this conversation after this. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM. 105 FM in Peter Maritzburg. You're live on The Talking Point and we are dealing with our Municipal Watch feature today. We're looking at the metro city of Mangawung and it was placed under administration. Uh, on the on the phone line with me, part of this conversation, Timbeni Nangisa is the Cocta MEC in the Free State. Uh, Mulefim Morage is the MMC responsible for corporate services at the Mangawung Metro uh, Municipality and uh, Temba Zweni is a resident of Mangawung. So generally the sense that we're getting from the Cocta MEC is that there has been some improvement since um, the adoption of this recovery plan uh, that was one of the key issues why of why the municipality was placed under administration. They not only were in dire straits, but they weren't, um, you know, taking the steps needed in order to change the situation around. So the MEC this morning says that the picture in Mangawung today is slightly better than it was perhaps a year ago. And they're seeing that, um, you know, these their efforts are being rewarded with progress. Let me go to one of the community leaders in Mangawung, Temba Zweni. Temba, good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Is what the MEC is saying a fair reflection of the state of affairs? Kathy, let you, let's quickly remind the MEC that when they intervened, it was after they were reminded by the Deputy Minister of Finance that things are worse in that municipality. You must remember that this very same municipality adopted its own financial recovery plan in, in October 2018. After a year, they had not implemented that. Mm-hmm. Now, when the MEC uh, reported in December 2019 that the EXCO had taken a resolution to intervene, they also announced that there's going to be a team of five uh, mm-hmm. members led by a provincial ex-rep that they advocate of king. And that team today is left with only two members. I must also mention that NEC, uh, they only took a resolution. Except they gave the terms, the terms of reference only in March. In May, you see, uh, it's only then that the MEC Finance took them to the uh, the executive mayor. Now, this whole thing shows that despite the fact that the Act says they must impose a financial recovery plan, they did not impose a financial recovery plan. They are reluctant to Mm -hmm. intervene in Mangaum. And uh, you have to ask a question, why are they reluctant? One, I must mention that the provincial government, it's one of those that are owing the very same municipality, which today 
they are claiming has got a financial crisis. Mm. The first thing the provincial government should have started by addressing its own debt. That municipality. That could help relieve a resident like myself who have to deal with potholes every day. We are staying in the township. You go to every suburb, every street has potholes in this city. The situation is so bad that uh, you are having, you know, I'm happy that Mr. Morake is also there. A municipality that removed this mayor in, in August last year mm. still has not been able to appoint uh, an executive mayor. They are sitting with illegal acting executive mayors. The illegal executive mayor then appoints people who were removed to, to again become uh, a member of his mayoral committee. Now, Mr. Morake uh, said uh, he was introduced as an MMC corporate services. I would want to know because there are positions that are, are being advertised now as we speak. Send like 50 positions, among 140 positions. They are general worker positions. I can give you a picture of this municipality that you are sitting with 61% vacancies in the service delivery cluster. Mm. That includes engineers, that includes you know, very critical positions that are not getting filled. You are sitting with, you know, uh, the, the governance cluster, which includes the office of the, of the city manager. It has got the lowest vacancy rate at 38. It includes the, the office of the executive mayor. They are appointing people to positions that are not bringing money to the municipality. Now, at the end of the day, you see, Manaum is a city that only does not employ people. It deploys. Even a general worker gets deployed. Now, we are sitting with that challenge. That's why you're sitting with situations where residents decide to go and disrupt services or projects. We end up not having any development. When the MEC is saying they can see change in the bank account and all these things, we do not see any change where we stay. Service delivery is suffering. That's what the MEC should have been able to address. The problems of this municipality are structural. Temba Zweni, he is a community leader of Mangawung. We're going to go to the 11.30 news headlines. Before we do that, however, these are the numbers to get in touch with us to be part of this conversation. 011-714-2006. That's the number to dial the WhatsApp line, 0614-104-107. So after the news headlines, we'll hear from the MMC responsible for corporate services at Mangawung. And then we'll also open the phone lines. Utile Saku is standing by. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. 
We continue our municipal watch feature. Today we're focusing on the Mangawung metropolitan city. Let me bring into this conversation Mulifi Morake. You are the MMC for corporate services. Let's talk about the extent to which, you know, the better balance books of Mangawung have or have not had an impact on the ability of the municipality to actually provide services to its residents. Again, it, it was an issue that uh, was highlighted by the Auditor General because previously, you know, some of the challenges around financial management have led to people not being paid on time, interruptions to water supply, and um, we know that, you know, general maintenance of infrastructure has also been a problem. Mr. Mulifi. Uh, good, good, good morning, Kefi, uh, and good morning, listeners. I think that uh, the MEC has said it very clear that uh, it's true that we're having some problems, but they were not uh, the way Mr. Tembers in a former. MMC, a former councillor of Mangawu, is saying. We, we did have some challenges, but under these new circumstances or new condition of being under 139 A and C, we are able to restore basic safety on a daily basis, even if you can come today. There is a dedicated programs, and that program we call it uh, reclaiming our city campaign. At the governance level, committees are sitting, and we know that uh, there are COVID-19 regulations. Some of the delays uh, are condoned by the National Treasury and also COCTA. So those are some of the things that, uh, in terms of the new normal, we are faced with as the city. Some one of the and things. Sorry to come in of there. The, uh, the the city manager, which the DA has leveled the allegation, that will be debated in the council, and maybe the council will come to the conclusion as the council will be sitting on Thursday. Mr. Murake, sorry sorry to come in there. When you say that things are are not the way that Tembazwini has described, if we go back to some of the key problems that have led to the municipality being placed under administration, such as the interruption of water supply to residents, are you saying that today in Mangawung there is a consistent water supply for residents? Yeah, I think that uh, we know that uh, we did have a, a COVID-19 pandemic. And after COVID-19, we have uh, continuous rain that has created a lot of uh, problems where you find that uh, water generators in the dams were not operating normal. And the, the blue water is a... Uh, a water bulk supplier has to maintain them because they were broken because of 
flooding and the storms, and also even the issues of potholes, were as a result of these uh, uh, storms or floods that were happening in Mangau, whilst Tembazun was not even seeing them. So those are some of the challenges that we are dealing with but under, it, it, the, yeah. under the the city restoration program, basic service restoration program. Well, on a daily basis, like now, I'm from uh, what what four, what five, what six, what seven, what eight, what nine in the morning. Uh, people are waking, who are trying by all means to restore. Uh, basic service delivery. So, so, but that, the, the, the point, so the I point that, here uh, is, is, that, come, is that those people, challenges, Mr. No, Murake, yes, the I point is that those challenges still remain. And my key issue is that I hear you on the project that you, you that you are busy with right now, but can you give us a sense in terms of the core issues that led to the municipality being seen as one that now needs to be placed under administration? So when you talk about the monies, the debt to the water boards that has been reduced, what has been the impact of that on actual water supply that ends up in people's homes? Does that mean that there are less interruptions? Does that mean that there are no interruptions at all? So give me a, a, a good picture of what that situation looks like. Yeah, as the MMC has cited, we have uh, a problem with the Blue Motor Dev, which we are busy engaging them uh, because uh, COVID-19 has really affected us even though we were having some minor challenges, but you were because placed of under that, administration before unable, COVID nineteen. Yes, the people were unable to pay services. <sighs> even if you go to uh, national budget, there, there is a budget uh, problems everywhere, and we as municipalities were depending on residents to pay for services for us to make up our budget. But with this higher unemployment rate that is in the country, uh, it has affected us very bad as municipalities and we are unable to pick up. Uh, but with the intervention, we, are, we have programs that are really trying to uh, uh, reconfigure so, ourselves so that so, 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 so here's part of my challenge because even yeah. before COVID-19 right when we look at the spending in the Mangawung municipality what was flagged was that the municipality was not only mismanaging its finances but even issues even things such as conditional grants that were granted to the municipality were being used for operational matters they were also being used to pay people's salaries and and those were problems that happened before COVID-19. So the issues of spending and how the municipality manages its financial affairs were there long before COVID-19. Yes. Kathy, can I speak? Is there yes. Anything? Yes. I think that, that happened, Kathy, and I agree, and that Demaragi is not denying. But that, that is in the past. As we speak now, all grants money is re as we speak now, all money is 
municipalities paid from the coffers of the money from revenue generation, even though it is still low. It has increased by 13%, but it's still low. As we speak now, without denying everything, the water issue has engulfed the whole free state. But with regard to Mangaung, now uh, Bloom Water is constructing a pipeline for 8 billion rands from the presidential project from Harib Dam to Mangaung, which is going to solve the water problems of Mangaung for a longer time to come. But can I quickly, Kathy, if you allow me, please, uh, just to indicate and clear one issue. I agree with Ndate Temba that the infrastructure is very old in Mangaung. It's aging. We have continuous pipe bursts. We have spillage of water in some instances of sewer, which is totally unacceptable. But at the moment, the team that is there, including with the Mangaung team, they are responding to that in a very slow pace because we are now recovering from a long problem of budget budget constraints. But they are responding to it. And we are not making any excuse. They are unacceptable. With regard to the mayor, the mayor is not illegal. Remember Mangaung is a metro and it has got a deputy mayor. And with regard to the law, the Municipal Systems Act, Section 54 or 56, on uh, election of the mayor, it's 55. Election of the mayor. You elect both the mayor and the deputy mayor in their own capacity as elected. It's not in other municipalities where when the mayor is not there, council can just have a temporary mayor. The executive mayor and the deputy executive mayor are elected by council, so they are legitimate. Mm-hmm. So when the mayor is not there, by virtue of being the executive deputy executive mayor, you occupy that position and then and then you work. So there's there's no illegality there. But me, that uh, issue sure, of sure. unavailability of the mayor remains a concern. It shows some form of instability and we have said to the council, you have to resolve this issue. We will focus on issues of administration, issues of service delivery and issues of financial recovery plan. But we need you council to resolve this issue. And, and tell it's us again an why the mayor is unavailable? The council must still make that decision. It's not an impediment to our plan of financial recovery plan, but it's a sign of political instability. That's why we said to them, resolve this issue. All councillors, not only ANC councillors or DA, councillors of Mangaung, all of them, must get into a council meeting and elect a mayor. It's their issue. We can't do it on the intervention, but it's not an impediment. That's why we are focusing more on issues that mm. affect us and, to and, ensure that and, and, we and save again, the people. Sure, Mr. Tembini, tell us again why the mayor is unavailable. They have not sat in a council that elects a mayor. They sat in a council that removed the mayor. They have not convened a council and elected a mayor. So we have said to them, we need you to resolve this issue, all councillors, because it's your domain, it is in your right, it's your constitutional right to have a mayor. But because the council has got a deputy executive mayor elected officially by council, it does not hamper the work that we are doing in terms of providing services. So that's our focus, Rona, as government uh, intervention and the team that is there, is the financial recovery plan, service delivery, and to ensure that there's functionality of council.
I'm That's going why to, sure, sure. Uh, so, sorry, <coughs> so, sorry to interrupt there. I'm going to go to the phone lines because um, I, I want to give our listeners an opportunity to also be part of this conversation. And I think it will be important for us uh, before this hour is up to talk about um, some of the political machinations in Mangawung that have resulted again in the absence of a mayor. So what happened to the mayor of Mangawung? We know that she is, um, you know, she was... She she is out of her position due to um, a case that she is facing before one of the courts in the Free State. James in Mangawung, good morning. Uh, no, thank you very much uh, and uh, to the panel there and yourself. I just have like, one question or two um, to the MEC and also to Temba Zweni. Mm. One, I want to remind uh, Temba Zweni that he was an MMC uh, at one stage and uh, uh, it is common knowledge the problems of Mangaung started around their term, uh, and uh, it, it, it only just uh, be, uh, be, uh, became worse uh, till where we are. But the intervention of of the the the, the MEC's office uh, it is really welcoming uh, to the citizens. But uh, my question is, uh, just like SAF uh, uh, SA um, uh, airline was given ten billion by Parliament. Why, in this instance, as a metro, understanding the situation we are sitting with, uh, uh, is there not any money being made available to uh, correct the situation and bring uh, the, the city of Roses back to its uh, status? Thank you. Okay. Thanks for that, James. Zuela K, you're also calling us from Mangawong. Uh, afternoon, Katie, and afternoon to the panel. Uh, in actual fact, I wanted to speak to the you you wanted to speak to who, Zola Kef? I wanted to, to speak to the illegality of the Zolake, we're having we're having difficulties with that line. We can't hear you clearly. Am I audible now? Yes, much better. It's much better. Okay, I wanted to speak to the illegality of the mayor, the executive mayor, and I want to tell the MEC that it is this it is this ingenious of him to suggest that the the, the role of the executive mayor. But I wanted him to kind of go either section thirty nine or forty eight. That speaks to the role that the deputy executive mayor should play. And now the question may arise, how can we have an MMC under the deputy executive mayor? Remember, once the executive mayor has been voted out of the council, mm-hmm. where to a other point of no confidence, we, we the Jupiter mayor can only exercise certain duties, but the entire MMC, the the, the, the mayoral committee itself, is, it becomes it, it dissolves. Now the question would be, how do we have MMC whereas we don't have the executive mayor? Uh, the only role that the executive the Jupiter executive mayor can do is to act on behalf of the mayor in his substance. And the other thing, we can never say, he can never come here and say to us that the council is yet to sit to discuss issues of importance of the of, of the office of the executive mayor. Whereas where the very same council can call a council meeting to discuss the funeral uh, the, the, the funeral donations of. ANC councillors or council members mm-hmm. who have deceased due to COVID-19 and they are donating hundreds of, hundreds of thousands to those people, whereas they don't have the indigency policy, uh, funeral policy for people of Mangawu. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking, and when it comes to issues of uh, blue water, they shouldn't make it an issue of infrastructure. Already by 
May last year, the pipeline that the MEC spoke to, it has already been passed. It is now when you're speaking, it is already where it's supposed to be in Interbanjo. And the issue of blue water, it is issues of debt. We have seen circulars that have been circulating all over the all over Mangawi that the municipality is not paying. So they shouldn't and. And Zuelake, just before I let you go, has there been any change in terms of the consistency of water supply, um, given the fact that we're told that this bill uh, that's due to the water boards is being addressed? I can tell you with clear confidence, even after the intervention team has been brought forth, we had five on five numerous occasions. We have since had the problem with water. I remember the other times I, I was looking off when I arrived at home, people since ate that log in the morning. They didn't have water. Nobody even bothered to call to tell them what's the problem. I even had to call the the, 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 the Jupiter executive mayor myself and ask him. And he told me that I'm in the meeting with Blue Motors who's speaking. We are trying to address that issue of finances. So it, the, the intervention team has brought nothing unto us. Mm. And there's a question that, that the Tembers has, has raised, which I, I, I see, I'm not sure whether it is left deliberately by, by the MSU or on the Demorite. As to issues pertaining to the team, which was brought as five members, but now this, we are only left with one, but I heard that the Tembers saying two, but now I only know uh, Advocate Mufakim being the only one active there. And pertaining the very same post that, that Demorite has asked about, they were, they were issued by the city manager, they were revoked by the administrator. What is happening there in that municipality? Oh, there, are five, there are two parallel structures which are happening there. We don't know who's who they, but you are told that. And on issues again, okay, I, so I, okay. I, nearly, so okay, I, I, I want to pass you, this one. I, I want to, to pass this one. Mm. Yeah, I, I need to pass this one. And on issues of service delivery, the, the bus services company that is uh, giving us transport here has went as far as buying two cheaper lorries and TLB to fix potholes, to fix gravel roads in this municipality. When they are saying that they are having a reclaiming uh, municipality, that's a PR exercise. And I want to believe it started last week when you convened them to say you want to have them this week. And then that's when they started leaving their offices and going out to those who are to say this is what you are doing. In Okay, Zuelake, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks for thanks for calling. Unfortunately, we've got, not unfortunate, but we've got other callers to get through. Munna Bule, you're also calling us from Mangawong. Hello, Kathy. Hi. Uh, good afternoon to you and then the listeners as well as your panel there. So, you know, Kathy, the issues here in Mangawong are far more and even beyond. Uh, we can talk about basic issues such as parks. Let's look at the parks that the same municipality has uh, implemented or rather constructed, where are they now? Like they are so disgusting. Mm-hmm. We can talk about parks, we can talk about zoo. The zoo there uh, at, the, at the city center, there. the zoo has not been uh, renovated or whatsoever. And then uh, coming to the issue of blaming COVID 19 into those issues, those, those issues have been there before, and then we cannot blame uh, uh, what COVID 19. Right. And then Yes, and then also, to add to that, there's, the, the city is using all infrastructure that cannot even accommodate the current uh, population because of the population is increasing, but then the infrastructure is not being improved. So that's what I'm referring to when I say the issues are far beyond, you understand. And then I, I have a question to the, uh, to the MEC. Why do we still have to refer to the municipality as a metro? That's my question. Why is it is it still necessary because of the metro, the budget within that metro, or the budget within that name, 
doesn't uh, necessarily be uh, it's not worth it. Understand, okay. I, I understand. I understand what you mean, Monapule. Um, that um, the classification of a metro has financial implications. Is Mangawung at a point where it should be um, falling under that category? Anna in Mangawung. Good morning. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you, ma. I'm okay. You're not happy. I'm so disappointed by the people who are talking on media and uh, talking a lie. Mm. You come to Bloemfontein. Come and look. What is happening? The roads are filthy. Sewage is all over. I don't know what to say. The potholes, you can bury a person in those, those potholes. The potholes that are, the, 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 the places that, that they are talking about, that they are busy repairing them, maybe it's in town. But in, the, in this location, there's nothing like people who are busy closing those gaps. Our motors, we got punches as if now we are, we are uh, uh, driving with a banana attire. A, a, a mm. I'm so disappointed about those people. And I'm with the guy who's saying, why is this among still called Metro? For the setup of Metro to be here, when you go to, 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 to municipality offices, you'll get so many, so many different answers. And you'll be reset. Go to so-and-so. You don't get it. Go to so-and-so. So they are coming with their lies. Every, every time when we talk with these people, I don't know whether ESC has been uh, a month dated with these things that they are doing. Every time when you take the, the, a, a problem to them, there's somebody who is supposed to be responsible for that. Mm. But you'll never get that person who's responsible for, for, for anything that is happening in Bloomfield. Let them do something about Mangawu. Let them not come to the media and impress the media as if there's something new in Bloomfield. There's nothing that is happening. There's nothing altogether catching that is happening. Mm. Let them try to you know, fix the problems that they are having within their agency. Uh-huh. Because now we are struggling because of their government, not because of our government. We have elected them, but they make us in SEC. We are so stupid. We don't even understand. We, don't, we didn't even attend school because every time when they come on media, they come with their life as, as, as they are. Thank you very much, Kathy. Anna, thank you so much for that call. Itumeleng uh, in Tabanchu, very briefly, good morning. Kathy, I, I, I was going to try to be brief, but, you know, people who are in the studio today representing the city and government, they don't inspire confidence and they're just utter disgust. How can you come to the radio and tell people that COVID-19 has disrupted your plans? I mean, Mangaung was bad in a state of decay long before COVID-19 was there. Kathy, go now and look at the state of the roads. It's so bad and terrible. It's terrible. It's horrible. I feel like crying when you walk around Masikeng and when you think that people have put their confidence in the ANC to lead them and to develop their lives. Mangaung is in a state of shock and horror. Uh, 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 the MEC, MEC, you know, Section 55 and 56 of Municipal Systems Act does not even refer to the appointment of the acting mayor of the mayor. It's, it's different. You must go and research it. It talks about the appointment of the city manager and, 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 and the staff establishment and, and appointment of Section 56 managers. So it shows that people don't even know what even they're talking about on, on national radio. And, 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 and I want to ask them, every time you talk about Mangaung, why do you refer to Mangaung? Bloomfontein is not Mangaung. You don't even refer to Butsabelo, development in Butsabelo and Tabanchi because they are part of Mangaung. So, so Kathy, it, it, it's so bad. It's it, it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. people, for people, senior as they are, highly paid executives, come to radio, you, you, you challenge them about how do we call Mangaung Metro when, when, when the budget is unfunded? 
And it's so sad and bad. It's hurting. It's Thank you. Itumeleng, thanks for that call. Itumeleng calling us from out in Tabanchu. So uh, here's what's <laughs> here's what we have. I've got four minutes left on the show, so I have to divide it between the three of you. Um, perhaps let me begin with um, Mr. Nangisa, who is the Cocktail MEC. No, thanks. Katie, thanks very much. I'll try to be quick. Firstly, I must, I really feel for Meana, and uh, I apologize. She's highly emotional. And it's true that roads are not good and there are potholes. And that's what we said, that uh, the recovery plan is to restore that service delivery. The intervention actually is to make sure that we deal with those issues. But she says that and you're lying about the fact that there is any improvement coming is, out of is, this intervention plan. There is. It might not be everywhere, but there is. And it's true. And we we have no reason to come here and lie. There's nothing we stand to benefit. And the second issue is that the, the Itumelen says, I'm not sure which section he was referring to, but the Municipal System X, for you, Section 55, read it for yourself and your listeners. It's about uh, if the municipal council chooses to have an executive mayor, it must elect an executive mayor. And if the MEC for local government in the province so approves, also an executive deputy mayor from amongst its members at a meeting that must be held in 14 days. So I think I'm not sure what he was referring to, but the issues of... May I help? May I help? We can't belittle uh, them. Sure, sure. Come we in, don't Timber. underestimate them. Uh, may, I help, may I help the, the MEC? The MEC is referring to Municipal Structures Act, not the yeah. Systems Act. The Municipal Structures Act, that's the one that's dealing with what he's talking about. But I think we're lucky. Clarified it. Could even much better than I would have. You see... No, and, uh, yes, I just Can want I to finish quickly, and then Opti Temba will come back. I just want to respond to quick issues, including the one that uh, uh, that was said of the delegation of people that represent Exco in the municipality. Quickly, that is true. There are two that is left. The other three resigned from there because they then had other responsibilities to attend to. And we are making an announcement into the reinforcement of the team in, in a week or so, drastic steps to see how best we take the municipality forward. We are not going to try to hide the fact that the municipality is in trouble and the categorization or review thereafter of the municipality would be done beyond the coming election. So if people feel that they need to discuss, we will do so. All right. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to gi- I, I need to give Temba an opportunity too. I did okay, say that you. we're running Thank out of time. Temba, Thank come you. in. Yes, uh, um, Casey, I initiated an online petition. Let me quickly address what James raised and what Muraike raised. When I left the municipality as an MMC in 2008, the municipality had investments. In 2016, when this leadership came in, the municipality's uh, fruitless expenditure was 918000 Today we are talking about 9.5 uh, million rand fruitless expenditure. Unauthorized expenditure grew from 654 uh, million in 2016 to 1.3 billion unauthorized expenditure. Irregular expenditure was 32 uh, 
32.7 million regular expenditure in 2016. Today it's 842 mm. uh, million. You've got 30 well, seconds left, Timber. Yes. And, and, and that's why I am saying I've called on that municipality to dissolve itself. Because I ask councillors, why should we continue to pay them what we are paying them when they are clearly self-serving? I've also, uh, uh, I'm also saying, I've called on the Free State uh, Legislature to investigate the conduct of the Premier who simply ignored that online petition. And I am saying, finally, there is nothing that could assist us in this municipality as residents than to disband and allow us to elect people who will ensure that they deliver on what we want. All right. Thanks. Let me thank all of my guests for coming onto the show this morning. Unfortunately, we are going to have to leave it there as part of the conversation. It's gone midday. It's time for the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo.